Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey there, guys. Welcome to today's show. Today, we're talking all about intermittent fasting. And intermittent fasting has gained a lot of popularity and really for good reason. Most men that are struggling to get lean or lose weight fall into typically just eating too high of a quantity of foods. With implementing intermittent fasting and applying other important principles to your nutrition, you can manage your food intake easier to lose weight and lean up like never before. So listen up to today's show to learn more about what intermittent fasting is and find out if it's an approach that you should consider implementing in your own nutrition. So intermittent fasting is essentially something we all do to some degree. So intermittent fasting would be any time between eating. So unless you're eating frequently for 24 hours a day, which I doubt any of you are, then you're practicing some degree of intermittent fasting. So typically you'll see intermittent fasting described as an eating window and a fasting window. So typically it's described as something like like 12 and 12 would be 12 hours of fasting and 12 hours of eating. A more common approach is something like the 16 and 8 approach where it's a 16 hour fast and 8 hours of a window where you're allowed to eat and consume calories. So to break this down to help you guys understand it, uh, the example, an example that would be Pretty common for that 16-8 approach would be eating from 12 to 8. So you have your first meal at noon and then you eat until, and you're not eating constantly, but you have the opportunity to eat between that 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. window. So within this time, you would have maybe two, three meals depending on, on preference or two meals and a snack, something like that. But then from 8 p.m. until 12 p.m. the following day, you would not eat anything or not consume any calories. And that's the kind of the standard, one of the standard ways to do it. There's a ton of variability with this and I'm not going to have time to get into all the different nuances of it, but that's the, that's the general principle of it. So then you can take that and apply that either with a shorter fasting window or a longer fasting window, but the principles would be the same for that. Now, a lot of the Benefits that around this are there's some hormonal benefits to giving us periods of time of not eating. When you think about it, we really we really eat 
very frequently in our society, typically speaking, if you're waking up and eating right away and then you're eating almost up until bedtime, you have dinner, you have a snack, you go to bed. That's a lot of time for our digestion to be working. And that has some hormonal side effects and things that uh, don't allow us to uh, recover, to build the way that we want. It doesn't help us to lose fat the way we want because we're always relying on food to, to be our source of energy versus relying on our own body fat storage to be able to do that. So that's one of the big, the big beliefs in intermittent fasting is that it does have a hormonal effect. It does allow you to get into a little more of a natural fat burning state versus relying on sugars and carbs and other foods to be doing that frequently. Now, there's also a benefit of just consuming less calories. For a lot of people, it's a more satisfying way to eat. For a lot of people, it's a way to consume less calories without even having to really adjust many other things. Now, I've, I personally use intermittent fasting for probably close to 10 years now, so I'm, I will say I'm a, a bit biased on the topic. I, I think it's something to at least give a try if you haven't, but there's... Uh, there's a lot of benefits in it because of those reasons of you're naturally limiting your window to eat so you can eat some bigger meals, feel more satisfied. You don't have to eat very small things throughout the day and feel like you're always hungry. But also it's just easier mentally as well, I think, to not have to think about food and not have to prepare an extra meal. That was really the main reason I got into it initially back in grad school. I, uh, I didn't want to wake up any earlier and uh, cook breakfast, so I just didn't eat breakfast. And I found out that that's what intermittent fasting was and that it's actually a, actually a thing, but really it was more out of laziness, if you will, of, of not wanting to prepare an extra meal, not wanting to buy an extra meal when it comes to a grad school budget. So those are some of the things that, uh, just to give you guys an overview of, of the intermittent fasting and kind of when, when people implement it and how it's, how it's typically used. Now, like I mentioned earlier, most men do struggle to lose weight or lean up due to poorly managing the quantity of food that they're consuming or that they're ingesting. And I know, I know it's frustrating to try and find an approach of eating that works for you, especially with all the different information out there as you try to lean up and lose weight. And this is no magic bullet. There's no such thing as a magic bullet when it comes to nutrition and losing fat, but intermittent fasting is a strategy that I've seen work wonders for many of the clients that I've worked with. Many people I've talked to a lot of people really really can buy into this because it's something that works really well on a lot of different levels. And I do believe the best approach is not just intermittent fasting, but intermittent fasting and improving the quality of the food that you're consuming. So making sure that it's not just reducing the eating window, but that you're also focusing on avoiding foods that might trigger common inflammatory reactions, common uh, insensitivities that people have around food. Now, in the clients that I've personally worked with, I see a lot of things. We see, we use this for pain management a lot because, and I'll say pain and inflammation management because a lot of people just have inflammation going on behind the scenes and that can cause pain, especially when we see things like tendonitis and in, in the runners or lifters that we work with and that I get to help coach is there's shoulders, there's knees, there's things that are more achy than they should be. And this is very there's a lot of components that go into that. And I'm, I'm not saying this alone will address that, but we do want to be attacking it from all angles. And this is definitely a piece that if you can use nutrition to better manage your pain and inflammation, then that's definitely something we want to dive into and consider doing. This helps with things like bloating. I've seen people and time and time again, report feeling less 
bloated and less full and that, or, uh, yeah, less full all the time because we're giving our digestion a break and we're letting our digestion work and actually process the things we're consuming versus always just consuming. I've seen a whole bunch of stories of weight loss, people that uh, have some weight to lose. This is a strategy, like I said earlier, that can really be a way to jumpstart fat loss and jumpstart some weight loss. I've seen people lean up from it. So people looking, they might already be fairly fit. People, some people that I get to work with are have a great starting point and they already have a good grasp on what they're doing, but they're looking for that next edge and something like this implemented, implemented strategically with the proper weight training program, the proper conditioning program can really get people to that next level of leaning up. And one of the most overlooked things, and this is why I started it originally. And one of the things that really drives me to continue to eat this way is that you have less reliance on food and Think about the amount of time we spend thinking about food, preparing food, going and buying food, these things throughout the day. And you're really just shortening that window down of how much you have to think on it. And you're teaching your body to be able to go longer periods without eating. Where if anyone out there has been hangry before, they know that this is a real struggle. And this is one of the biggest benefits I see is that if I'm if I don't have access to food that I want to be eating, if for whatever reason we're out and about for longer and, and lunch gets pushed back. My body feels ready to be able to handle any of those things and blood sugar is more steady. Things are energies more steady. And those benefits I think is one of the most often overlooked ones. And one of the reasons that you should maybe consider trying something like intermittent fasting. Now, if you are looking to give this a try and trying to use it as a, as a tool to maybe lean up, lose weight, or just feel better, have more energy, be less reliant on food cravings, then here's where I would start with it. So I would choose a window of eating that works for you and your schedule. So like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of variants out there of what that can look like. 16-8 is a common one for guys, especially for uh, if there are any ladies listening, that window usually has to be uh, shortened a little bit, the fasting window. I think in generally speaking, I've seen 14 hours tends to be a more of the sweet spot on the long end for uh, for the ladies listening, but for guys, 16, 16 hours is sort of that middle range. Uh, even going 12 hours is a really good starting point. If you've never done it before, that's really not that hard at all. If you're going, if you're eating your last meal, finishing at seven, that just means eating at seven the next day. That tends to be pretty easy for people. I think something more towards the 14 to 16 range tends to be a good sweet spot for people starting out. And depending on schedule and goals and all those things, some people push for even longer of uh, 20 hours of fasting. And it sounds like a lot if you've never done it before, but once your body becomes adapted, it's really not as hard as it sounds. So that'd be the first step is choose a window of eating that works for you, your, your workout goals and your schedule. So second thing during that window, you're going to eat until you're satisfied emphasizing quality foods. And that means that during your eating window, if that's a eight hour eating window, you're going to eat until satisfied. That doesn't mean eat until stuffed. You don't get out of the fast and just scarf down food as fast as you can. You want to eat until you're satisfied. So a lot of times we say that's feeling that 80% feeling of full. So not where you're completely stretched out and full, but eating up until 80% and emphasizing whole quality nutritious foods with that. So a lot of veggies, a lot of high quality proteins, high quality fats, those types of things are what you're going to want to focus on during your eating window. And then when you're not in that window, you want to stick to non-calorie beverages only. And that would be water, tea, and coffee. 
and not coffee, not a Starbucks frappuccino, but uh, ideally black coffee. Uh, if you do need a little bit of something to cut the edge off, a little bit of creamer, some people say is okay. It's it's really just based on your goals. Sometimes the I, I wouldn't get caught up in those in those details right now if you're if you're just starting out. Now another piece here is to be aware of your calories, and this applies to both having too many calories and having too few of calories actually. So starting with too many, sometimes people see that eating window as an opportunity to really load up and eat as much as they want in preparation for, well, I'm going to be fasting, so I have to be eating more and more calories. And that's the wrong approach for it. You're not going to naturally restrict calories at all if you're if you find yourself eating a lot of food during that window or eating as much or sometimes even more food than what you were eating before. And in that case, it's not going to work well for you and might not be the best approach. Now, something that's real to watch out for, and I know this this might not seem like the case if you struggled with things like weight loss, but being aware of eating too few calories. And this is something I've run into, uh, something a lot of the clients I work with have run into, of especially when you're training hard, it's very common to eat too few calories because as you shorten the window, it's hard to get the same amount of calories into a shorter window of eating, especially if you're looking to build muscle. Those things can be challenging to do. So make sure that you're not consuming too few calories that are getting in the way of your health goals, your fitness goals, uh, that can be a problem long-term as well. Especially important to stay hydrated during uh, throughout the day, but especially during your fasting windows, you're going to find out that you're, you might be thirstier. Adding a little salt to your water can go a long way in staying hydrated, getting some electrolytes as long as they're not, don't have any sugar added stuff in there are all okay as well. Another thing to note is to make sure you stay productive during your non-eating windows. If you're going to try this, you don't want to be just sitting in the kitchen, opening up the fridge time and time again, looking to see what you have or when the next time you can eat. Make sure you're doing some work, uh, go out for a walk, get out, do something that's going to help make that time fly by. And you're going to find out how easy it really is once your body gets adjusted, which brings us to our last point. Give it two to four weeks to let your body adjust. This isn't something you're going to try and immediately say, wow, I feel great. Although that does happen sometimes, that's not common. So give it at least a month to really give it a shot if you're looking to do it. There's lots of things you can tweak within it because the time that you're fasting is just one component of many. What you're eating within those eating windows, what you're doing from a workout standpoint, all these things play a role. And that's why... Uh, these things are hopefully introducing the topic to you, giving you some tools to be able to try. But with the coaching clients I work with, there's a lot of fine tuning with this. It's a lot of it's a lot of trying an approach that I've seen to work. I've seen it with a lot of people, but it's fine tuning those little things because no one responds the same to everything. Where for fasting might be great for someone, it might not be the best choice for someone else, and that goes into workouts and nutrition and stress and sleep and uh, what else what else is going on in life and what goals are and all those things. And, and those are the things that uh, with the clients I get to work with, we're always fine tuning and always adjusting. And it's not a straightforward approach, but it is something that you do have the tools to just take it and run with it, give it a try and see if it works for you in your situation. So if you do continue to have a difficult time managing the amount of calories you're consuming, you're going to fall short of your fat loss goals. That's something that we know and intermittent fasting is an approach to be able to implement to try and control that. And there's no one size fits all approach, 
but this is a reliable way to manage intake and to teach your body to uh, burn more fat and potentially lean up more than you have before. So if you decide it's right for you and you can make it work for you, your goals and your schedule, you can experience some of the benefits that I've gotten to see personally and with other clients that I get to work with when it comes to intermittent fasting. So if you are looking for more specific guidance as it relates to your nutrition, head on over to the link in the show notes. I have a Calendly link in there. That's a way to schedule a free phone consult to discuss your goals and as it relates to things like training, things like your nutrition. There's only a handful of available spots for this each week. So if you are interested, really make sure to go get signed up on this right now if this is something you're interested in and you want to talk more one-on-one about your goals and what the best approach might be. Appreciate you guys listening in to today's show and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.